0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Comment Riders. This is not a regular episode. This is the Ramblecast. Uh, this is, I think, episode five of our Ramblecast. Uh, normally, the Ramblecast is a Patreon-exclusive show that we do occasionally when we aren't doing watch and react shows, but uh, this one we're going to uh, put out for free so everyone can get a little taste of what goes on in the Patreon world because there's no uh, new episode of Gotchard this week. So, yeah, we're going to be here. We're going to be rambling. I'm your host. My name is Josh Meek, the Uber Geek, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Toby Tobes. How's it going, Toby?
1: Josh, it's bullshit that this is like the third or fourth time now where Geets or Gottschard is taking a day off, and yet I'm not allowed to, and I still have to work.
0: Yeah, I still requested your presence here <laughs> for the Ramblecast. We talked about it, and I was like, but, you know, there's still we still got things to do. We, we, you still need to show up to work on recording day. We still got to put in the time, you know, <laughs> the, 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 patrons still, still need their bonus content, Toby. But this isn't
1: even a bonus one then.
0: That's true. That's true. This is, <laughs> this, is this is, this is replacing the regular content. The, <laughs> the, the, the unwashed masses need their content, Toby.
1: <laughs> well, so then, so this is, so technically we can call, this is like canon to the other episodes of like the Godchard stuff we do, right? Yeah, Definitely. Okay, so then, Josh, I have a story to tell you. <laughs>
0: Hang on. I, I want to point out, our, patrons, our Patreon stuff is also canon. I can't help that people don't want to pay $3 to get the full story, okay? Everything's canon. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so I was
1: I was more asking because if there's a continuation of a story I told during Gotchard, Oh, like yes. This, this yeah. technically would be on the same feed where people can be like, wow, I got the dramatic conclusion. Or, wow, it still goes on or whatever. Absolutely. And
0: so, so this is like this is like the first like fifteen minutes of a normal episode, but we're just never going to get to talking about Gotchard. Is what yeah, really going to be is. an hour now? Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Toby, tell tell us your story. So, Josh. <laughs> yeah, Toby. <laughs> so well, about
1: a month or so ago now, we started uh, the Graham Gun saga. Oh, I love!
0: I was so hoping that this <laughs> is what this was about. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> so the short version: uh, four or five weeks running now is. Uh, I took my grandma to the lawyer to get her will updated. The lawyer asked if she had any guns uh, as a joke. She said, I sleep on top of one under my mattress. Uh, <laughs> Which was... Let me
0: just pause there for a moment. <laughs> it's one of the most gangster things that a grandma can say, by the way. <laughs> Go on.
1: So I laughed and I was like, I didn't realize this was there. The lawyer laughed. We both said, oh, okay, that's good. So my grandma said I'm going to tell my my son to throw it in the river. Yep. Uh, Josh and I pontificated for 20 minutes about the legalities of throwing a gun in the river. Uh, I was extra excited. She said it in front of a lawyer. Uh, the yep. next time I went over to my Graham's house after that conversation, the gun was no longer under the mattress. Uh, I asked the whole family, I asked my uncle, if he knew where the gun went, he said, I don't know. Ask one of the cousins. They probably took it. I asked all the cousins. They said, we have no idea where it is either. So at that point, the gun was completely missing, lost. I kind of gave up on the, the details. I didn't know where else to go with the gun story at that point. Uh, Josh, in the past week, yep. my, <laughs> my brother texted me and was like, yo, man, I have one of dad's guns at my house. It can't be here. I need to get this out of my house. So I, we went back and forth on it. Uh, I don't really want the gun here either, but he seemed like he was in dire straits. I did the good brotherly thing. I said, fine, drop it off with me, whatever. Let's do this. So
0: let's stop there real quick because we got to get some things I think to point out. Um, I don't want to besmirch your brother, but reaching out to someone and saying, I have a gun here. It isn't mine and I can't have it here anymore is only going to lead to some questions. That's all I'm saying, <laughs> right? Like, like the, the urgency with which you need to not have a gun in your possession anymore is only bad stuff, I feel like. So, so very excited about, about the future of the story, but I just wanted to paint a little picture for where I'm at with, with what I know so far.
1: Okay, so I thought, we'll do two pieces of this story. So, he says, I have this gun, I got to get it out of here. I was like, okay. I sent you a couple DMs about it. I was like, this is getting absurd. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I finally see him over the past weekend. The guns in my possession. Uh, okay. We sneak, out, we sneak outside of my grandma and dad's house to to trade wares. So I was talking to him about it, and I was like, he <laughs> showed me the gun. It's a three fifty seven. So it looks like it's like a foot long and giant and massive.
0: Holy and crap! Th- those are those are <laughs> big. Yeah.
1: I can send you a. Is, is this is getting video wise, right? As yes. Well? Yeah. Yeah. I will send you a picture of it with uh, a hand or banana for scale. I'll try to figure out which one. All right.
0: I don't <laughs> know if putting up a picture of a gun is going to get us like, uh, not that we have monetization on anyway, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know how okay. YouTube feels about like just so photos I, of guns. <laughs> <laughs> so then I want that's fine.
1: Uh, so he gives me that one. We talk about it. He was like, I appreciate you taking it from me. So we're, we're outside talking. And I said, I have a question for you. And he said, Sure. And I said, do you remember when Graham used to sleep on top of a gun? I was like, it's not there. It kind of sounded like bullshit. And he was like, yeah, that's this gun. Perfect. And I'm like, and <laughs> and I'm like wait, seriously? And he's like, yeah, it was dad's. And it was just under the mattress. And boy, took it, I like we took it to get it out of the house because it's not safe for any of them. Uh, we just didn't want it there. And I was like, so this is seriously like dad's gun or Graham's gun that was under the mattress. We're 100% sure this is the same gun we've talked about. And he's like, oh, yeah, definitely. It's 100% the same gun. So <laughs> the story incredible. has come to a dramatic conclusion of my brother, who was the one person my entire family told me or didn't tell me to ask. Yeah. for Clarification <laughs> on it was actually the one that had it ever since then.
0: Had it the whole and, time. And I love that, I like <laughs> you digging into this and asking all these people, didn't ask him, but then he independently reaches out to you about it. Like it's, this is like a movie. Like that's not. (laughs) We came full circle. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe we actually finally got closure on Grandma's gun. (laughs) So, okay, so he had the gun like with him. He'd had it for a long time. Did you ask him why he needed to get rid of it now? Is that information that can be disclosed on on a public forum?
1: So, I'll tell you. And if you think we should cut this out, we can't.
0: All right. We'll do discretion. Okay.
1: So, I mean, so my whole family basically has sliding scale, some sort of mental issue, like depression or whatever. Okay. Anxiety, shit like that. Uh, So I guess his OCD is flaring up very bad. And he was talking to his therapist. And he said with the gun in the house, it gives him bad thoughts about what to do with the gun.
0: Okay, I totally get that. So, so then,
1: so then I was like, "That's fine." I was like, "You could have called yeah. me sooner." I'll take it.
0: <laughs> so that's actually. This is going to sound insensitive. That's best case scenario for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, not that I, you know, wish uh, wish mental issues on anyone, but the fact that it is yes, like having the gun in the house is freaking me out and giving me weird thoughts, and like I totally get that. Like that's the that's like an extreme version of like how I feel around heights, where it's like. I get close to a railing and I just start thinking about how I could fling myself over it, right? Like so, it's, just, it's
1: you funny. It's funny you mention that. So there is an actual
0: scientific name for that. Okay. Uh, so it was going to impress me a lot if you could just like just just get that out of, out of no. The so air. the
1: phrase is the call of the void, but the it's a French thing, so it's lapel de vie.
0: Oh, I like that. That's good.
1: So basically, what it means is. It's the impulse that you have in your brain that when you look over the edge of something that you want to throw yourself off.
0: Yeah, you just feel compelled to it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: So he was when he was telling me his story, he was like, "It happens to me a lot with a sort of things like this." He's like, "I would obviously never do anything, but like the thoughts there." So to try to calm him down, I was like, "Oh, this is an actual thing. Like I knew about it too." And it's, the basic gist or concept of it is all the normal thoughts in your brain happen at the same wavelength over and over and over where nothing that you're thinking about really jumps out like that. But when you hit extremes, the extremes get way louder. And that's the only noise or voice you hear in your head at that moment. Okay. So that's why like when you do like, when you look over the cliff and you're like, wow, I could throw myself off. And this is crazy. Like you, your brain hears that louder because it's such an extreme and that's your way that's your body's way of compensating for it and trying to talk yourself out of it by like vocalizing it to yourself of this is crazy you realize that's crazy and you don't want to do it as much afterwards.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. And that makes, I'm, I'm no scientist, but that makes perfect sense. <laughs> <to me. laughs> um, so yeah. So, so yeah, then I totally, when you told
1: me about it, I was yeah. like, I was like, Oh, this is a real thing. Don't worry about it. I was like, I have it with other stuff. I was like, it's it's cool. I was like, don't worry about the gun stuff.
0: Yes. Cause when you were first telling me about it, like my initial, of course, obvious like speculation was like, Oh, he's like in trouble with the cops or something. Like, there's, I mean, that was you, mine too. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: like i know i know he's i mean i'm gonna call him a kid he's not he's basically my age, just a little bit younger but like i know he's a good kid i couldn't imagine him being like yeah i caught a couple assault charges i can't have a handgun in the house anymore <laughs> but like i mean you never know shit happens we all go
0: <laughs> <laughs> caught a case now i need to get rid of this piece <laughs> yeah yeah you you never you never know what people get up to when, when they're not around you you know everybody's got their own lives yeah everybody's independent um yeah, and I definitely I mean, there's some people in my family we talked about that like I could totally see being like, listen, it's just not cool that I have this gun anymore. It's gonna it's gonna really uh, exacerbate some issues <laughs> for <laughs> me. So you need to you need to get rid of this before the cops come and pick me up. Um, the
1: craziest thing is like, so it's packed away in the shoebox I was given it in. And
0: <laughs> I, I love that it. it was just in a shoebox. Was <laughs> in it in a closet. shoebox? Was it in a shoebox loose or was it like? packed in like bubble wrap or something it's loose (laughs) i
1: saw two little shotgun shells in there there's like five or six hand like little like switch blades uh and that was really i think there's something else in there too there's a bunch of random shit
0: in there it's like all dangerous stuff that's amazing okay so i put
1: it in the closet at a height where it's i would assume it's unloaded i didn't look at it because i don't trust myself to look at it (laughs)
0: like
1: i don't know like i wouldn't want to accidentally shoot myself i guess is what i'm saying yeah but well, like, so it's in the closet <laughs> at a height where if it goes off, it's no one's body height and it's aimed towards basically outside.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, that's, this is probably best case scenario. <laughs> so are you going to try to get rid of it or are you just going to keep it?
1: Well, so one of my friends wants to buy it off of me.
0: Because it's probably actually worth money if you wanted to sell it for sure.
1: But then, so my thing was, and the reason I told him no for now. Is if it's registered to my dad. Right. I don't know if my dad needs to sell it. And if I tell my dad I want to sell his gun, he's gonna get pissed and realize that like somehow I was the one that stole it now. (laughs) And I don't know if he would sign it over to my friend or not.
0: (laughs) So I need to look into
1: so like I I would just give it to my friend, I would just sell it to him. But like my friend is slowly becoming uh the crazy zombie apocalypse prepper oh no of of humans yeah so i was like i don't know how i feel about giving you the gun in my dad's name if you're becoming like (laughs) apocalypse prepper (laughs) because if you do something stupid with us under my dad's name
0: (laughs) yeah totally i mean guns are as far as i know are registered and yeah i don't think you'd really want to continue to pass that thing around you already shouldn't probably have it when it's in your dad's name. <laughs> yeah. Like but I, yeah, I you wouldn't I'm not to...
1: sure that there's something at this point, it's probably illegal that I quote unquote stole a gun out of his home. That's not registered to me. I just have it. But
0: yeah. And I think you selling it would probably also be another, another illegality on top of that. <laughs> black market. I'm running yeah. my own black market now. <laughs> that's man. That's great. But <laughs> I will say, yeah. a shoebox is maybe not a shoebox with like, its ammunition is probably not like ideal, <laughs> um, and what I, I would do the, if I, I had think to dig a
1: hole in the backyard and bury the bullets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, I would probably watch a YouTube video for how to unload that particular gun and like learn from a safety standpoint, like how to open it just to make sure there's no bullets in it. And I would do that. I would I would make sure that it's not loaded, okay. and then. You can buy very cheap uh, gun locks and I would get a gun lock at least. So like if it is stashed up in your closet, you at least have it locked where like someone couldn't load it and shoot you with it without having a key. (laughs) Well, So I
1: tried to buy a plastic. I'll call it gun safe, but like it's not really like a safe. It's like a plastic box. So I looked up the type of gun after my brother told me what it was. I was like, okay, I got this box. Uh, the box is like six inches too small for the gun, so I try. I try to return it to Amazon. They're like, "We'll just give you your money back. We don't want. We don't want the box back." So I don't oh, have, nice. a, I don't a, have a gun box for.
0: It. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, I I recently just uh, completely unrelated news, but but sending emails and getting refunds. Um, I had two subscriptions that I forgot that I had uh, auto renew on the same day and then i had to like send the like sad email of like hey can i can i just get this canceled i totally forgot it was happening because it was like <laughs> it was like almost 150 dollars worth of crap that was just like oh man i'm never going to use this service for a year and uh luckily i got them both refunded but <laughs> <laughs> that, that feels like the modern day internet equivalent of the walk of shame i'm just like yeah i'm i'm bad with finances can you help me please <laughs> I just, uh, you're right. I should have remembered that I signed up for DDP yoga, but I forgot. And uh, here we are. (laughs) That was the most expensive one was the DDP yoga. (laughs) Uh, I'm not proud of it, but (laughs) but it's what happened. But, uh, yeah, that, but then I, I, I also got those canceled with no repercussions. So now, now I feel emboldened by it. I feel like I should sign up for more things. (laughs) Just cancel it right away. (laughs) It's new because there's now no repercussions.
1: Well, the ultimate Amazon hack is tons of times they have the subscribe and save perks for things you can buy.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So you can get like an extra 20% off your first subscribe and save order when you do a bunch, a lot of things like pantry food adjacent things like light bulbs, paper towels, toilet paper, whatever. huh. Uh, you can get the discount for sign up for subscribe and save as long as you give it a day or two until like it ships and arrives at your house, you just cancel a <laughs> subscription and you still get the discount.
0: That's baller. I, love and it. I do
1: it. all. I do it all over and over and over.
0: That's a good, like sticking it to Bezos thing. Cause I, <laughs> I you know, Amazon is a, uh, a necessary evil of today's world. I, I feel like, 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 like in some ways it's cool. In other ways it's, it's a horrible nightmare house, hellscape. Um, especially with like the fact that we all got suckered into Amazon prime, and then it just price keeps going up on it, and, and and the things that they give you for free with it keep going down. Uh, yeah, any way that you can stick it to the man, uh, yeah, it's it's nice to do. I like to, you know, they started that Amazon Day delivery crap. I don't,
1: even <coughs> get, I don't even know what it is. Like, what is the difference between?
0: So so Amazon they pick a random day. I don't know how they pick it, but they pick a random day and they call it your Amazon Day. And then when you order something, they they default your shipping. To arriving on that day, even if it is like four or five days later, where where, where you could get free like two day shipping or free next Wait, day shipping.
1: Isn't this the thing that they're, that they're trying to do to keep extra trucks off the road?
0: Yeah, sure, that's what they say, and they and but really <laughs> they're trying <laughs> to save money. You know what I mean? So I like what I like to do, Toby, is I like to say no. I don't want that Amazon day shipping. I'm ordering four different things. You're going to send it in four separate boxes because it arrives on four different days and it's going to be as inconvenient for you as possible, Jeff Bezos.
1: You're a bad person. <laughs> I am a bad person. You're ruining but... way more lives with this than just ruining Jeff's.
0: <laughs> no, I'm ruining... No, here's what's happening. I'm ruining the environment and I'm clogging up my personal city streets and Jeff Bezos doesn't know I exist. Those are the things that are that are happening here.
1: Well, usually like a lot of people, I feel like, don't have the next generation when they would like when they say like I'm gonna ruin the environment. Yeah. But but you have your own next generation. And now you're yeah, just like, true. who needs fresh air? Let's get these trucks running.
0: <laughs> I do like it, you know, all jokes aside, I do actually think about that a lot more now that I have a young daughter. Um <laughs> and it, it is like done not not to not to be very sobering on a on a funny podcast, but like there there are certain things that like keep me up at night of just like Oh my god! Like I'm pretty sure like this will last through my lifetime, but will it through hers? Like for example, things like our democracy. <laughs> Just like I don't, I don't know if this duct tape is going to hold this long. I, I hope that it does, but boy, uh, if sometimes it feels like things really changed in the you know four years since she's been alive, uh, and I, I don't know if I'd make the same decisions now as I as I did then about. You know, bring bringing life into the world, but um, well, you even know, th- like things to worry about as a parent,
1: like the small tier, or not small tier, but like a smaller tier version of that. Like we paid in this, this is this is old person talk right now. Yeah, uh, we paid into social social security. Yeah, our our entire life. Uh, for those not from America, the United States, whatever, uh, social security was basically you pay into this fund until you retire. And then you take money back out of social security. It's like a big pool of money for everybody. And it's like the perk of you retiring and, you know, you helped the yeah. next generation and everything else. Uh, Josh's and my generation will most likely not be getting social security, even though we've paid into it for our entire lives with working.
0: Yeah, yeah. And for sure. We're all that's,
1: like, that's like a mid-tier huge financial change for our next generation. So, like, I wonder what it would be like the hers to yours one if there'd be like another big financial one like that or anything crazy like that.
0: Well, like her, hers to, to my hours to, to hers will be stuff like, and it's already happening, right? Where it's like, okay, well now you have to rely on like your 401k, but everything's just so freaking expensive that you can't really afford to put money in your 401k. And then, you know, you don't end up with, uh, a nest egg that you can retire on you have to work until you die like that that's what it is it's like we're already i guess it'll we'll it. we'll be the next one yeah yeah we're already kind of there and like because I'm thinking now just like you look at like prices of anything and how much they've gone up and stuff and how much like houses and stuff have gone up uh that's another terrifying one i think about with her of just like wow you're just probably not unless there's like a giant collapse in the housing market which fingers crossed um it's just like you, you were you were priced out of houses before you were even born. <laughs> that's a crazy thing to think about. Like
1: you're you're never leaving, kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like I hope you hope you like it in the basement, because I guess that's probably where you're gonna live. Um
1: You to start saving up now for like the in-law suite, but it'll just be <laughs> yeah. your kid's house.
0: Yeah. I totally. Yeah. Um it felt like we got into this house at the last possible second like like we started like we started house hunting like to be in this area i feel like we started house hunting and we found something and we got in basically like as the prices continued to go up and then it like just passed our ability to afford anything in this general general vicinity um so that's that's a crazy one i don't know like yeah there's just lots of stuff like that that's just like like the, my anxiety about it for my life is very different than, than when I think about it in terms of like the longer term, like her entire life or, or her kids and stuff like that. It's like, Oh yeah, this is, we should, we should put this stuff in the recycling bin probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just that's, in case. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> when you're young, you feel invincible, right? You don't think about that stuff. It's like, yeah, it's whatever. It's all going to last forever. And then yeah, you get to be my age and you have a kid and you're like, "No, this is all very fragile."
1: It's going <laughs> to This is this is all too real.
0: Yeah, it's going to go away. <laughs> uh, in happier news, Toby, what's the best holiday? <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> it's not a holiday. Are you one of those or, All right. All right. Are you you and I are not geographically um Aligned, we're not we're not close to each other in the world, uh. So like, I'm not around on your birthday. Do you do you have a big to do on your birthday every year? Is that a thing?
1: Uh, so since well, I turned 40 this year, and that led to the great fish story of 2023.
0: Yeah, that's that's right, that's
1: right. (laughs) But other than that one, uh, usually not. Uh, I was joking around with Navigator about the other day, where my with my group of friends, there's only really like five or six of us are the ones that consistently go out all the time and hang out. And the most of a birthday party that any of us have at this point is basically like if we're at the bar on a Wednesday, if that person's birthday is adjacent to that Wednesday, we'll pretend it's their birthday and just say happy birthday and try to embarrass them at the bar. Nice. And that's pretty much the birthday celebration.
0: Which I think that's a reasonable amount to celebrate someone's birthday as an adult. Uh this girl that I went to college with, that, like, for some reason, I'm still, like, following on social media and stuff. And just before we started recording here, I, I, she popped up on my Instagram earlier today. and Well, she probably does that if
1: you follow her. Just remember that.
0: She probably does what?
1: She probably only popped up because you follow her.
0: I know. I should unfollow her. That's definitely a given. I should unfollow this person. Yeah, because because
1: like, when you word it like that, when you say, oh, she just popped up on Instagram. Normally, I would say, oh, it's Facebook. It's weird. But Instagram, I'm pretty sure you have to follow people for them to show up. <laughs>
0: Uh, at, not, least, not, at least not like that. Not anymore. Like it'll, it, it, I definitely get a lot of, we'll talk about the algorithm here in a second, but I definitely get a lot of crap on Instagram that I'm not following just because the algorithm has decided that I should see it. Uh, but in this one, yes, I, I do follow her. Cause like, you know, like when you first sign up for these things, you follow people you actually know. And then it, at least in this case, took a few years to realize like, Oh, I hate this person. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I actually just realized today in general that like, there's really no one that I care at this point in my life that I care about what their opinion is enough to like seek them out on social media. <laughs> it really, the whole system really kind of breaks down where you don't care what other people think. Um, and that's, that's where I decided that I'm at today. <laughs> just like, I just don't <laughs> like, I don't need to log on and find out what anyone's thinking. Cause everyone who I did actually care what they're thinking is just also like not, tweeting anymore. They're not using social media anymore either. Um, but anyway, this girl, she posted it was clearly it was her birthday and she posted pictures and it was just like again, I'm I turned 36 this year. She'll be somewhere in that range, give or take a year. Okay. Um she her pictures were like she clearly had gone out like partying uh and the vibe was like she had the crown on. She had like the like champagne sash on that said it was her <laughs> birthday um and then they also had like taken the party back home as well you could tell like her house was done up real huge and a big banner that said it was her birthday and i'm just thinking like oh my god are you eight years old like what <laughs> like the 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 venn diagram of like things i can relate to a person on uh the person who wears a crown to their birthday and a sash and me, there's just no overlap in those two circles. Maybe you should
1: try to wear a birthday party crown to your next birthday and see if it makes you like birthdays better or not.
0: I mean, it, I'm sure that it would make me like birthdays better, and I'm sure I would be like a happier person in general overall. Um, <laughs> that's just not who I am. I'm not a person who can uh, stop thinking about myself and my own insecurities long enough to to throw abandon to the wind and put on a crown and make everyone care about my birthday. That's just not <laughs> that's not who I am. And damn it, that's not who a 36 year old should be, Toby. <laughs> that's fair. you 36. I, you should, I suppose. Should, yeah when you're when you're thirty six it's your own uh your own gratification for your own birthday it's past you've missed it like <laughs> we're just we're not doing that for you anymore, you know I don't know. Did you have birthday parties as a kid? Was that a thing for you like like I'm talking like not just like your family but like like invite friends over, have a big to do
1: I don't remember having them at the house. I remember having them bowling. A bunch of times, like that was like the big thing for okay. kids. I mean, like, it might still be the big thing for kids now. Uh, hot on the tails of the five nights at Freddy love. I had many <laughs> birthday parties that it was showbiz pizza for me. And they, oh, they got nice. bought up by Chuck E. Cheese, but same vibe. And one year we did it at. At this point, they would be called like those trampoline parks. Oh, where, like you yeah, go yeah. and like jump in the foam uh, back then it was just a gymnastic center. Yep. I remember doing that too. And that was the fun one. She's so like, you did flips off the trampoline, fall in the ball, the the big foam <laughs> blocks you can't get out of and all that kind of shit.
0: So like, I, I grew up out in the country and you know, I don't know. Like, wasn't, I guess like my, my parents is also probably I don't think we're like super into birthdays. I think I had like maybe one or two birthday parties where it was invite your friends. Like every year, like, like we would go out to eat for my birthday or something like me and my parents or whatever. But like um, the big party, your friends are coming over thing. I think it was maybe once or twice and never did anything like outside of the house like that, that I recall. Um, But, but also, yeah, we were out in the country. So like, we were probably pretty far away from anything like that. That makes Uh, sense. But this year, so, so my daughter is turning four this year and really it's like, like she is, you know, the, in the, the first three, three birthdays, um, you know, we've had family over for it, which has been, which has been like fine and reasonable and it's okay. And like done a bunch of balloons and stuff. Cause that's what she was very into and stuff as a kid and like presents and all that stuff with family, uh, cake, and whatnot. This year is the first year where she's like very cognizant of the fact that she's having a birthday and very into the idea of it is my birthday and my birthday is coming up. Okay and very into the idea of like friends coming to the so like (laughs) so we're having a birthday party like actually inviting people from outside the family for the first time and this is what all of her friends are doing too so like i've already been to uh one birthday party for like a friend from school for her and there's another one coming up this weekend so like it's happening like everybody's having the
1: cool thing now
0: yes exactly um so i keep i I keep telling (laughs) i keep telling the 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 wife that like okay so we're having a party at four and then we're not gonna have one at five that's just how this works where you don't get one every year you go back and
1: forth you're right you're already bullying your poor child not even back and
0: forth (laughs) listen i'm gonna be i'm I'm the pushover dad i'm gonna be the one who does the party every year but what i'm saying right now my hard line is you get one at four you get one at eight and you get one at sixteen (laughs) <laughs> that's what you get. You, you double it each time, then, then you can have a big party at each of those things. I think those are good milestones, right? Like four now, when you first realize what birthdays are. Eight, once you're like right in the thick of childhood, right? Like that's the perfect like I'm no longer a little kid and I'm becoming a bigger kid. Like that eight, and then sixteen is the one where it's like, hey, I'm a I'm an adult. I got my license. I'm heading out, doing my own thing. Like let's have one more, you know, sweet sixteen, big hurrah.
1: Do you not think that after four in this year, that five she's going to ask for a party again anyway?
0: Oh God, yes, yeah, no, totally. Like after this year, we're locked in and we're doing them every year. I guarantee. Okay,
1: <laughs> but no, I've like, I I guess I don't know the the lower end of what the spectrum should be, but I feel like starting <laughs> at like six, like six through eighteen, I feel like has to be some sort of party, or at least like six to twelve, six to thirteen. And at some point, she'll be like, I don't want to have parties anymore, but my friends that come over. Yeah. And it'll turn into that. And then at 16, she'll say, Yeah, I want to go out with my friends. I just got my license. I don't really want to hang out with you guys.
0: <laughs> Probably. And yeah. then
1: 18, she'll be like, Yeah, we're going out. I'm not even going to be home. I guess we can do dinner as long as we go early.
0: Now you're just then- making me sad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you're, then you'll regret saying, Oh, only five and 10. That's or true. four and 10 or whatever that was.
0: We're going to be doing the cast in 20. 20- Whatever, 30, 38, whenever that will be. And I'll be like, you, you, you were right, Tobias. I should have, I should have given her more birthday parties. <laughs> I don't know why in the scenario I'm suddenly older than you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Josh
1: is going to put cats in the cradle on in the background <laughs> on, a, on a loop
0: <laughs> Exactly. Speaking of, though, of like things getting more expensive, the, so we're having like the people over to our house. Um, which is which is like, of course, more reasonably priced. Um, we are the big is it thing. Though? Well, d- monetarily, yes. My own sanity, no. It's much more okay. expensive um, <laughs> for my own sanity. But we are like the big thing that we're doing, because my daughter is very into it, is we are having a face painter come. <laughs> I remember like you saying it, tell
1: me a while ago. I don't know if that was pre-show one day or during a show. I remember her getting very upset after her first exciting face painting. Oh yeah. And you being like it has to come off now.
0: Yeah, like she that was boy, that was that was a heartbreaking day. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that was she yes, she loves face painting. Her very first big one. Um we of course, you know, going to bed, you gotta wipe it off. Like, you know, you can't you can't go to sleep with like the black paint all over your face and it'll get all over your bed and your pillow and stuff. So I'm telling her we have to wipe it off, and she's just just inconsolable. And it finally had to talk her through it, and she, like, you know, sobbed through it, but put on a strong face. It's been better since then. She's been much more reasonable about, I got my face painted. Okay, we do have to wipe it off, but I'll be able to get it painted again at some point in the future.
1: Yeah, so now she knows for sure that she can't it, happens it again.
0: again. Yeah, 100%. So which was very important, actually. The, f- the first time when I had to wipe it off, I was telling her, like, the next time we see face painting, like I will get it for you. Like I, I promise we will get to do it next time. So of course the next time we see it, it's at the zoo. I think I maybe told the story and it's like $30 for face painting. I'm like, Jesus Christ, why did I agree <laughs> to this? But I agreed to it, so here we go. Um, so yeah, now now she's a little bit more reasonable. So yeah, we're doing, doing a face painter. I think she'll be very excited about that. But if you look at like, booking someplace or booking an activity for a birthday party it is insanity how expensive it is like you talked about bowling um there is a bowling place near us that is like it's like an arcade slash bowling alley um and you can rent out they have basically have like a back room where you can rent the it has like i don't know two two bowling alleys or or, 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 has like two or three lanes in it And to rent it, I'm just looking at the prices again to to have the exact number here. But it is, let's see. Oh, they had the actual. Oh, these are not the exact same. Birthday parties, here we go, this is what I was trying to find. So, it is $480, and that's only for eight to 12 guests. It's an additional $30 per guest. And with that money, you get, like, only 90 minutes of bowling, which, like, is, like, a party you're normally going to have, like, at least for, I would guess, two to three hours for kids this age. Well, so, Um, like,
1: but a game of bowling with four or five people only usually takes, like, 20 to 30 minutes. Now, I know with, like, kids, you have to wrangle them and shit with adults. You have to make sure everyone's, like, paying attention and taking their turns. Yeah. But I feel like 90 minutes is enough for three full games of bowling.
0: Okay, that might be. That might be. Uh, you, you, They also force you to buy $20 in arcade cards for uh, each of the kids uh, to, to go along with this. So, yeah, basically, like, for a birthday party, to have friends over, it is, like, minimum you're spending 500 bucks to, like, get a place to do a thing. And that was on the cheaper end of a lot of stuff we looked at around here. Like, we we looked at one of the ones that was, like, you're talking about the, like gymnastics like go run around do crazy stuff for a while that was also super expensive like it's just uh (laughs) everything is expensive because like that's not even like you know it's not even Christmas we're talking about this is just a birthday (laughs) and that's not even like
1: once a year come on now (laughs)
0: that's not even that too that the funny thing about that too is like like I think she would very much enjoy something like that right because her friends and stuff would be there but it's like it's not even four hundred and eighty dollars that I'm spending on like a big present. It's just like this weird fleeting thing that like <laughs> is mostly for her friends, not for her. This is, like, her
1: into bowling, and then she'll have a new activity to do, and she could oh, that's become a, a
0: bowler. I'd be into it if my daughter turned into just like a weird bowling shark. <laughs> See,
1: this, this is how you start them. This is yeah. how this is how she learns
0: <laughs> that that dark, dark world of yeah bowling. <laughs> Well, the reason
1: I asked you about like, is it actually cheaper for you to do it at the house? So for most of my life as an adult, I never really had people over to my house because the old, my old dog destroyed a shitload of of the old one. Yeah. Uh, Mixed with just the anxiety of like, this is my house. I'm going to come here when I want calm. I don't want. To be the oh, I person that. that has to throw people out and all that kind of shit.
0: I feel that.
1: Uh, but as I've gotten older now, I've had people over to my house a couple times for like New Year's Eve or fo- a day of football and shit like that. And it was crazy because the first time I did it, um, anytime I ever went to any of my other friends' houses for football to hang out when they made dinner and those kind of things, they always said, if you want to bring something, bring something. If not, it's no big deal. And I always just chipped chipped in money. Like I've given my one friend probably hundreds of twenty dollars bills at this point in my life. Like every time I went, I was like, at least a case of beer costs like twenty bucks or so. I said, this at least covers something. I'm just giving you twenty bucks. So I never actually thought about how much money and time they spent to have people over at their house. But the first time I hosted New Year's Eve here, <laughs> I had like ten or twelve friends come over, and I probably overbought food. But for all the food and drinks and everything I got, I think it ended up costing me like three or four hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. And I, I was like, I
1: can't believe my friends do this on a regular basis for everybody else.
0: It's crazy. Like <laughs> yeah. no, it's it, I don't think it will be that bad. So like we've scheduled the party, not at a meal time. <laughs> and it's and it's, you know, again, they're four years old. So like it's not like it's a long party. Um, but yeah, we're going to have, uh, you know, like snack type foods and stuff. So we will end up spending money on the, on the snack stuff and on the, you know, all the decorations and fixins and stuff for sure. So it won't be, it won't be cheap. It'll probably be cheaper <laughs> than $480 or whatever. Yeah, I would assume uh, so. But, L- but for, still for like little people a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, yeah, I, uh, We'll we'll see we'll see what happens it, as she as she ages. I think she unfortunately too. My daughter is uh, which I like this about her in every other aspect of her life until it comes to partying. But uh, she's a very social butterfly, makes friends with everybody. <laughs> the anti so, Josh. <laughs> oh, she one hundred percent in so many ways is is she's very like me in some ways, but in in lots of ways she's completely the opposite of me. She's the she's a girl who stands in the front yard and as people like run by or whatever, she'd be like, hey, hi. How's it going? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Until they acknowledge her. And then uh, she'll she'll chat. She loves she loves just like running into people in the street and telling them like things about her life. Like, uh, oh, hey, what's up? I'm going to my Mamo's house today. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm sure she'll continue to make lots of friends and we'll continue to have, uh, want to have massive, massive parties. <laughs> but we'll see. Toby, she asked me, to, <laughs> I probably have talked at some point on a podcast about uh, Santa Claus and whether we are going to uh, keep up the large Santa lie or not, <laughs> whether <laughs> Santa is real. <laughs> so, we have already had a couple false start, false starts on the Santa thing before because uh, last year I th- I'm sure I told the story at some point on the podcast. But
1: what uh, happens if she wakes up right now and sneaks in the office and hears whatever you're about to say? Uh,
0: I will. I will check the camera to make sure that she doesn't wake up. <laughs> this is important. Um. Yeah, she has not moved from where I put her to bed. (laughs) Um, So, like, last, I think it was last year, yeah, around Christmas time, like, she's very inquisitive. So anytime she, like, learns a new fact, she's, like, constantly asking questions about it. So she, like, last year is wrapping her head around the concept of Santa Claus, and she's asking me a bunch of questions about him. And I kind of, like, at the point was like, well, I kind of want to lie to her. Like, I don't want to be the person who, like, just straight up lies to my kid So like she was asking about Santa and I was trying to phrase things in the way of just like, well, you know, like some people believe or like, well, the story is that Santa can do this. Right. Like I was trying to make it so it's like I'm not just saying like he's real and this is how he does it. (laughs) Um, But I thought at the time that she was like walking down the path of he's not real. So I leaned into it. A little bit and i'm like yeah you know like i think santa is a uh, you know really more of a feeling that we have in our hearts and he's like a really fun story to believe and he's a really fun thing to imagine about um and then i realized very quickly from her face that that's not what she was saying <laughs> and she was like but like but he like i can't remember exactly what she said but essentially her her retort was like But he's real, and he comes in our house, and he brings us presents, right? So I I had to backpedal at that point and be like, "Yep, yeah, uh huh, yep, whatever you say, he is. Yep, he is. He's real." Um, (laughs) so now this year I'm trying to feel her out again. It's already started. (laughs) So she was, we were, we were swinging yesterday, and she was like, um, the she was asking how Santa gets in the house because, like, you know, some people have. Uh, chimneys and fireplaces and some people don't just watch like the that. santa
1: claus with her it's
0: all explained in that's that movie. true it's all it all. it's all laid out and then then she she suddenly drops she's like you know i've seen santa and i said oh you have <laughs> so last year we went to see like an actual like real santa claus ah <laughs> um, the real one <laughs> well you know the one what an official one he was at the children's museum right um so she saw him and I thought that's who she was talking about. But what she was talking about was one uh, like two years ago when she was very little, my dad dressed up like Santa <laughs> and came to our house um, and like, you know, held her and like walked around with her and stuff. And like very clearly he's not good at playing Santa. It was very obvious that it was my dad. And even at the time I thought she would know. So she was like, I've seen Santa, you know? And I said, Oh you have." And she said, yeah. And she said, when I was a little baby, And I'm like, Okay, yeah, where at? she was like, At my house. <laughs> and I'm like, Yep, that's that's right, you did. Santa came to see you at your house. And she's like, Yep, he sure did. <laughs> she she kept like having this very like accusatory, like, Yep, he came to my house, didn't he? <laughs> so I think she was I think she was letting on that she knew that that, that one was uh was her grandpa. Uh but, but then tonight, so we were a bit on the Santa topic. Um, tonight she wasn't doing what I asked her to do. She wasn't being a good listener, is what we call it when uh, when she's when she's not doing what I'm asking her to do. And uh, she's like, you know, I don't know, two minutes deep in this activity that I've asked her not to do, and she stops and she looks up and she says, uh, "Dad, do you think I'm on Santa's naughty list?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, guess I realized when you say yes, unless you stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's realized. I realized at that point that I could I could work this to my advantage. So I, I said, well. Honey, I haven't spoken to him, but you're not putting your best foot forward tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this is the real reason that parents push the Santa agenda.
0: Yeah, it really, like, it all clicked for me then. I'm just like, oh, this is why. This is why everyone plays into it, because you get to make your child behave for, like, a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so my, um,
1: my, my, my three Santa adjacent stories. If you're done with.
0: I'm done. Yeah, let me hear. Him. Okay.
1: So when my, when my niece was born and growing up, that was the first generation-ish that I was thought about it. And I was like, she had an iPad or an iPhone or one of them. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, kids can just Google, is Santa real or not now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, as soon as any kid like, starts remotely getting wise to this whole game, it seems like too easily ruinable. So I just Googled it now to double check and the search results are very mixed of like he's real or it's a real concept or he's <laughs> fake or this is how you tell your kids that he's fake and i was thinking about it and like of all things google could easily just set the search things oh, or yeah, if yeah. someone searches for is santa real or if it's a kids account searching for is santa real or whatever They could easily just force the first result to be yes. Like for no reason whatsoever. To like not ruin it. So I'm going to say that's pretty shitty at Google. So if I could rip (laughs) off Google with Google Day Delivery, I would definitely do that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My second one is my one old co-worker. The one that had the two kids that were super into like farming sim and doing like farming simulator leagues and all that shit. They were both homeschooled and not to put a lot of judgment on homeschooling even though I do think it's extremely weird <laughs> uh-huh. uh they believe santa claus was real until they were 14 holy crap him and his him and his wife were so hardcore into the like the nice parts of christmas like christmas is about giving people giving my like giving things to people who can't have things like donating toys for tots or it's nice. charm or stuff like that. And he, they were so afraid that their kids would lose that point of Christmas that they lied to them until they were 14 to convince them that Santa was still real to the point where the kids would still put letters out in the mailbox out front for Santa.
0: <laughs> and the
1: wife would just run out at some point and take them out of the mailbox and hide them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but
1: he told like he was home. He was like, "Oh, my boys still believe in Santa." I was like, "That's kind of cool," like because I was before I really knew him well. And I was like, "How old are they?" And he, at that point, he was like twelve, thirteen, whatever age they were. And I was like, "It's obviously it's not my place to question what someone's doing with their kids." Like,
0: no, nah, let's do it, <laughs> do it, do it right now, Toby. <laughs> but, but yeah, but I was like,
1: this seems absurd to me. Like the, like because yeah. the with the the homeschooled thing, I know they did cyber learning. But that was really about it. So I guess if you're never in the situation where kids can ruin it for you, of Santa is fake, you probably don't catch those vibes as easy as you would if you're just like in the house all day every day.
0: Right? Because like, because you figure it out. I feel like well, I feel like most kids probably figure it out by talking to the older kids, right? Like you're on the school bus or whatever. Like you're, and, and they, you they want to be
1: dicks and ruin it. And then you go home upset yeah. that Santa was ruined. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm sure like every kid has that experience or a lot of kids have that experience. But yeah, if you're just like home with your parents all day and your parents are like, this man comes into your house and he gives you presents and he keeps a naughty list and you better be good. Like, obviously you're going to think it's real because your parents are telling you telling it's real and you believe them about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so why wouldn't you? Why, why so that, would this thing be different of all things?
1: Yes, yeah, so that one was always funny to me. And my final one, uh, so go, to go to the Graham that had the gun, she's very... Even tempered, it was very rare I ever made her mad or actually like saw her mad mad. The one year, which was probably the year that I learned Santa was fake or maybe one after. Uh, the ages in my family between my cousins, my old stepbrother, who like the par- our parents re-separated. So I don't know if he's still related or not. Uh, between him, me, the two cousins, and my younger brother, there's like five years between us. So me and my older stepbrother figured out first that Santa was fake before the other three. So the one year <clears throat> at Christmas, my uncle always dresses up as, Santa's, as Santa Claus because he's legit uh, short, very chubby, has a very good looking Santa costume. And wears it every year? Like it's nice. this thing they does for kids. He looks like a perfect Santa Claus. It's hilarious. Um, the one year that we, when we realized that it was fake and he came to bring presents for the kids. Me and my stepbrother were like, Oh, it's just uncle Joe in a costume. This is fake. (laughs) My gram lost her shit. Grabbed both of us by the hair, pulled us in the bathroom and screamed at us. It was the only time I've ever actually seen her mad. And she was like, I mean, like basically the vibe was like, don't you dare ruin it for them. Don't be little assholes kind of thing. Like it was the (laughs) only time I actually saw her pissed. And she still remembers that story as much as I do. Because it was very scarring for me as a young kid. When yeah, I would imagine my grandma yeah. actually lost her shit on me.
0: <laughs> it's such a weird thing because, like, I get her point there. Like, well, don't ruin it for the little kids, right? Like, okay, that's that's reasonable, I guess. But like, but also, it's this weird like shared trauma that everyone just inflicts on children. Like, <laughs> you know, like especially now in like the modern times and with gentle parenting and all these, you know, newfangled things where you're, you know supposed to say things a certain way and be a certain thing. like the fact that we still have this shared lie that we tell kids and then eventually be like, "Fool fooled you. It's just such a strange, it's a strange common thing that everyone does. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why anyone, I don't know why any kid believes parents after they find out that Santa's not real. I just don't. Well,
1: Like I, I'm sure like depending on how adjusted you, you are as a child, eventually you get over that lie And the the vibes behind it, but like depending on like how you are and who you are, like I feel like that could actually like truly like you'd never trust adults again. Yeah, like it it might switch like flip the wrong switch in your brain, and like you'll just never trust anyone again.
0: Like I think I'm lucky, or I think I was lucky. Like I don't remember ever actually believing in Santa. Like I remember going along with things because it like still got me presents, right? Like I remember distinctly as a kid, like I was probably. I don't know, like probably four or five, somewhere around there. I remember like still putting out like cookies and milk for Santa, but knowing full well that my parents like went through and took a bite out of it in the middle of the night. Right. Like, okay. Like it was obvious like what the, what the ruse was, but I still did it because it was like the thing to do. Um, and I never had the big talk with my parents about like, like someone on the bus said Santa's not real and then have to have that like heart to heart. But yeah, I could t- totally tell like if you were, if you were bought in, if you didn't realize <laughs> and then suddenly you had to, had to bring it up with your parents and they're like, actually, yeah, you're, you're right. Santa's not real. That would be, that'd be traumatizing. <laughs> like
1: I, I feel like, <clears throat> like my niece is very smart. Like my sister is and that kind of stuff. So my sister told me for a couple years, like whenever it got close to Christmas, I would always ask her on the sly, like, Hey, are we still pretending it's real? Are we, yeah. are we off this now? Like, how what conversations am I having with her if she asks me questions? And at some point, it got to the my sister's question to herself: of Is she just saying she believes in Santa because she thinks she won't get presents if she says no?
0: Would, yeah, I totally think that's a thing that happens for sure. Like that—that
1: that, that, that's probably like the middle tier of your last year of belief. Yeah. like yeah. But if I say this is fake, do presents not come? Because at that point, you just say like, "Yeah, I believe in it," because you think the presents aren't going to come.
0: I think my daughter might also like already kind of be at that point because there was last year some of her questioning was along the lines of like so this man just comes in our house in the middle of the night <laughs> like it was like but i don't i don't know this person and he just comes in uh and she you could tell at the time she was torn between that's a really weird concept and also i want toys <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah like i'm sure i'm sure everybody's like um just just completely Telling themselves like you gotta go you gotta go with it. If you want that if you want that new G.I. Joe, you gotta go with it.
1: (laughs) And that's why I will I always assume that's why she did it. I think she confirmed it for me at some point, but I don't remember. Uh whatever I definitely told a story to you before, I think. Uh whatever like the big cool present was that I wanted for Christmas every year, or at least a mix of them. My mom always wrote her name on some and Santa's name on some. I think it was to help ease me out of that transition of like either like, Hey, look, you get presents from us too. You still like these things. Or she just, she just wanted me to know that like she busted her ass to be able to buy me a nice gift. Like not, <laughs> in like, not, not in like the bad way. I'm sure no, totally. me would be like, <laughs>
0: that's always my opinion too. It's like, yeah, I'm the one who listened to you when you liked things and I'm the one who paid money for this. Like, no, you're going to know that we bought it. Not, not Santa didn't have <laughs> shit to do with this good present yeah here's what you do you buy a really shitty present that you know they're gonna hate and you put santa's name on. you'd be like boy that guy fucking sucks huh oh, okay <laughs> we should let's
1: not believe in him
0: yeah <laughs> what a what a what a bogus idiot why did he bring you a, a wooden train that's stupid anyway <laughs> here's the cool presents <laughs>
1: but especially like um i don't I mean, I'm sure it still happens. I remember at recently, like when like Tickle Me Elmo was a big thing and people would riot and get in fist fights for toys or like uh, Cabbage Patch Kids back in the day. Like if yeah, I was one of those things where like my kid wanted something that I had to like wait outside for 12 hours for and someone yeah. like peed on my leg waiting in line for me to do it. I would 100% want credit for that. You want them to know. I, I, exactly. I wouldn't be like, Magic Man, warped this in your house. I'd be like, <laughs> no, I stood in the freaking parking lot at one o'clock and some drunk peed on my leg and then...
0: Hell yeah. Totally. Yeah. I just realized in saying um, wouldn't, wouldn't train, one of the big things I think that made me realize Santa wasn't real when I was very young <laughs> was that all of the depictions of Santa and his workshop that the elves were were working on was like, they were making like, 1940s toys right it's like they're making wooden trains and they're making like I don't know tops and like just real shitty stuff but then like the stuff that I wanted was like things I'm seeing advertised video on games TV and, and video by- games I'm, like I know Santa ain't making no fucking video games right like I, I know this came from Japan like I get it <laughs> like Santa doesn't have an R&D team up there uh, working on new Genesis games that's not how this works
1: <laughs> I guess maybe I always thought he was just delivery service okay no like, the, like, like i don't I don't know how much i don't don't i mean i don't remember anymore it's fucking 35 years ago for me but like i feel like i always took him more as the delivery service than i did as the creator of nintendo games okay. so i feel like i would have known like nintendo is nintendo and not like
0: that's a big part of the lore though is like santa makes it the elves make it in the workshop right and then they, they work all year long making the toys and then then he delivers them yeah i don't know it, yeah, I, I wish I,
1: I, wish I remember that part of it. now.
0: <laughs> if you know just a little bit about global economics, the whole Santa thing breaks down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a, that's a fun, that's a fun thing to tackle. Uh, last topic, Toby, for our, our rainbow cast today, we, we, I mentioned the algorithm. We could talk about the algorithm. I just want to circle back around to that because I freaking hate the algorithm. I was thinking about that today. Um, because i was looking at reddit and reddit is uh i don't know it's like it's a place that you can go it's fine um i've i met you on reddit (laughs) so i guess (laughs) i guess reddit has some good parts it has some bad parts i guess
1: Um, i guess for everybody if you ever want to blame all the things that josh and i have ever done in our lives together (laughs) uh you can (laughs) distinctly point to reddit and blame that i suppose absolutely
0: yeah if, if people don't know just i guess a quick little backstory um reddit has a, a wrestling subreddit and it always they, goes back to wrestling somehow it does always go back to wrestling uh they were having they were they were starting up a podcast and i was very interested in being a member of a podcast because i was very interested I, I loved podcasting and i wanted to wanted to do one uh so there were there were auditions that that had gotten posted. Basically, you were you had already nosed your way in. You were already involved, uh, of course, as as you were. You were already a member. So and then, <laughs> you I know, think
1: at least my part, the way that I got in was one of the other people said we want to do a podcast. So as part of that, I was already doing a different one, and I made the comment of like. Hey, if you guys need someone to edit or put one together, back in the day when like it was, it was actually it was actually a weird thing that people didn't. Yeah, it was new do to people. all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had enough of, of the tools to be like, hey, this is kind of what I do. Like, I I can help you guys with this stuff and all that stuff. So basically, like the other three of us, not counting Josh, all kind of like forced ourselves into it together, <laughs> and then somehow it was like they asked for someone to do. I feel like you did a trial
0: or a tryout. I did, I did, yeah. So uh, was I the only one who came via that process? I guess I was, yeah. because
1: yeah, because um, uh, it was Rock, I think it was Rocky's idea. Paul yeah. was like the big tech guy and like knows entirely too much about wrestling. So those two just found each other. I said I knew how to put the stuff together too. So like I was. So that I was the at uh, the I was
0: the uh, I was the talent that got scouted. I guess. So yeah, there was just like an open call on Reddit. that was like, hey, we're doing a podcast send in a submission and if we like you like we'll bring you on or whatever for for i I can't remember if it was like like we'll bring you on or if it was like we'll bring you on and try you out but i i sent in a submission i i I distinctly remember i sent in a one man rambling recording about cody Rhodes. (laughs) that was my that was my big big story that i did and uh yeah, sent it in and then you guys reached out to me, and then we just we all awkwardly started podcasting together, not knowing <laughs> each other. And then then we became the best of friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had the best of friends with Josh and I slowly turned on everybody else and we just did different thing.
0: There's there's still one of my one of my best claim to fame still is uh you can still dig up on the wiki of that subreddit. Um there's like a drama entry specifically about our podcast and like the stuff that went down around the podcast and the interpersonal drama and stuff. And that's hilarious and, and ridiculous. But uh, anyway, so when we met on Reddit. There's some, you can, you can, you can find community on Reddit, I guess I'll say. Um, you can, you can find actual people, which is nice,
1: but <laughs> wait, wait, real quick. Yeah. So I was trying to find the thread. Of oh, uh, wh- when where we, when I we found you. Oh my God. I can't find that. I found uh, the host guy, Three three weeks into the, the three weeks into the podcast, he was like, "We're three weeks in, looking for feedback." So I'm looking through like the jokes and how we acted and all like the. the, the I abortion. don't want
0: to. Okay, I'm so yeah. Go ahead. So the one I've thing I definitely remember
1: it. is uh, DJ Starion was like a, a friend adjacent of all of ours from the podcast stuff. Oh
0: right, uh,
1: yeah. His first number one most upvoted comment is needs more Mr. Excitement and Toby shutting the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Weren't you Mr. Excitement though?
1: Yeah. I, I okay. did the fake John Lauren nice voice. Right. Time.
0: I thought I thought you did, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's a lot like a lot of there's a lot of pro you all ramble too much. And there's yeah. a lot of con you all ramble too much. And someone was <laughs> like, you guys need to tone back the friendly fighting. And someone was like, "It's really friendly."
0: It's not friendly. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> from the very beginning, uh, and maybe it was like a jockeying for position type thing or something. But I was like, I was like, I, Josh I was always like, a nice, quiet one. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like I always fell into the role of like the young kid who didn't really know what was happening, <laughs> um, and and then everyone was fighting around me. But then. Uh, yeah it was always it was there was always fighting <laughs> no matter what there was always fighting and it and it it came out i'm sure the podcasts were terrible i'm sure it came out as like barbs getting thrown for no reason constantly but uh it was it was dramatic for sure
1: <laughs> someone said what happened to the podcast at some point <laughs> and then uh steve steve was his name uh steve was like in short one of the casters became an overbearing twat <laughs>
0: he's not talking about you though he's talking about about yeah
1: yeah and then and then they were like okay that's the short version what's the long version And then he was like toby josh and i wanted it to be fun and paul did not
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember what like i don't remember what the (laughs) i think i think our negatives against paul were probably were were over uh uh, a little oversold like i'm sure he probably wanted us to, to just be professional and we were just like we were just the raging kids in the back of the car, in 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 in, in like the the just like um, drive through lane, just screaming at the top of, top of our lungs. I'm sure. Yeah. Because uh, um, he he even he he, again, probably met, he he meant
1: better than I think he came off. Yes. Uh, I Even met yeah. him at a wrestling show once. And oh, like, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, at that point, like nothing's gonna happen anyway. But it was just like weird and awkward. Like, oh yeah, you are a human, and you're just yeah. like chilling and trying to live your life.
0: <laughs> he, I talked to him a little bit. Again, because I was, like, the normal one who was just, like, not as mean to everyone. But um, I talked to him a little bit after, like, the show had ended a bunch. And he, dude, got, like, very into, like, the production of wrestling. Like, he started, like, working some indie show or something. And, like, started to get into, like, even putting matches together and weird stuff like that. So, he, like, you know, to his credit, he started uh, applying his trade more directly in line with wrestling, which I think was something that he really wanted to do. So that's cool. But, you know, from a, from a tech standpoint, stuff he was doing was actually way ahead of its time. Like we were doing like live streams way before, like that was a thing (laughs) way before there were like, you know, just Twitch streams that you could spin up in an instant. Like it was like these weird custom live streams that we were doing that just, I don't know, felt felt very neat and very cool to do. But um, yeah, just a lot of personalities that didn't mesh on that, (laughs) on that show.
1: So, I found the thread. I don't see.
0: I, don't I may have see like messaged your... it to you or something too. Okay,
1: yeah. So it's not in here, and I don't even see how I volunteered myself, other than being supportive of somebody who is like, I have a thick Indian accent. No one wants to hear me.
0: <laughs> I think we did. We end up talking to that person. I think we. I think we maybe.
1: I don't know. I, I, It might have been. It sounds familiar. I can't, I can't tell you his name anymore. But he might have been the one that I always play Fought, always play fought With too. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is a good time for the short-lived little, little podcast. <coughs> but, uh, so uh,
1: the, the, thre- the podcast audition thread. This is the last I should not talk about ourselves, I guess. Or maybe it's interesting. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Know. Uh, Tuesday, December 6, 2011 was when Steve posted the thing of. We want to make a podcast so i've probably known you since like early 2012 i guess would be my best
0: guess at this no point. i i remember yeah i guess because i remember i sent that um that audition in when i was on christmas break like it was like i think it was my freshman year of college maybe but that would have been would, no no it no, would have been my 2011 would have been freshman year i guess yeah freshman or sophomore one of those anyway time's hard uh no 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 it would have been anyway doesn't matter uh uh i I was on i was on a christmas break i remember i was like at my parents house uh during the holidays but when i did that so yeah it would have been probably beginning of 2012 so there you go
1: i've known you for 11 years coming up on 11 years
0: feels like so much longer it does, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then yeah. So then that led us to other podcasting. But like, what what was the impetus of the? Because uh, of course, the thing that kind of led us to Tokusatsu here and led us to watching Common Writer was watching Power Rangers. We did that first, and that was kind of like where some of the people that are listening now know us from. What I, I don't remember what started Power Rangers though for, for us. So I know.
1: So after the four, after the wrestling thing stopped, you, Steve and I did we watched a movie together like once a month. And we, yeah. dro- we watched like basically like the wrestling themed movies and talked over them the whole time and did the mystery science theater commentary that way. And at some point you and I must have talked more and got tired of Steve. And then it was like, well, what can we do? And then <laughs> somehow Power Rangers came up. But I have no idea how to actually point out how Power Rangers came up.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. Because like, I, I don't think at the time I was like massively into Power Rangers. I don't, I don't know that you were either. It must have just been like a we were talking about nostalgia stuff. I, a I funny childhood thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: But Josh, uh, nothing else. We are, we are on TV tropes.
0: <laughs> are That's we really? The,
1: yeah, like I mean, I would have told you this like ten years ago. At this point,
0: <laughs> I forgot. Apparently, <laughs> But yeah,
1: we're we're 100 on TV tropes as a subject.
0: What what is the subject? Is it overanalyzed? Yeah, or is it it's, okay?
1: That's fun. There was like, there was. Blah, blah, blah. It's gonna be such a hard thing to find. I feel like
0: that's okay. That's that's all right. That's interesting. I didn't didn't even know that was a thing. No, wait. I'm I, gonna find
1: it. Basically, like it was something tied to. Um, there was a second YouTube channel that did like serious reviews of Power Ranger stuff, right? Oh, okay. So we are under the trivia. We are still under the trivia for Power Rangers. Uh, it has just for fun. My semi-serious an- analysis series, history of Power Rangers. And then a subnote, and the even less serious overanalyzed series by Girls Heart Geeks on YouTube, which was we the channel it. name at the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But I always thought that was cool because I was like, we were officially tied to Power Rangers in a way that if people go on TV Tropes and look it up, it's there.
0: I remember that now. I remember that, that line now that you're reading it to me. That's awesome. I It's such a weird thing explaining to people like our internet lineage because like, it's not like that was like massively popular, but like. Enough that, like, people knew it and <laughs> people, you know, it had had followers and stuff. Um, and I, 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 I try to like explain that to people. Like, like I don't think my wife really understood until, like, someone who, who, uh, had been listening to you and I for years and various things was like sitting in my living room because they, <laughs> they were coming through <laughs> town and we're like, oh yeah, because stop by and like we can meet. That's cool. Um, that was maybe probably the first time where she was just like, "Oh, you actually people actually do know who you are like, this, is a, <laughs> this small is a group of this people. is actually a thing yeah <laughs> such a weird such a weird thing to be like you know uh f f list internet known people <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah there's a group of like you know 20 some people who know who we are that's that's weird um but yeah that's that's where we where we uh originated from the thing that I was gonna say. About Reddit, how do you got-
1: remember this now? I've, I swerved you so
0: hard for the past twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I have notes, Toby. I'm prepared. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I write down things that annoy me <laughs> over the course of over the course of the months, and then I compile them all into things I want to yell at Toby about during the cast. Uh, now, now
1: it all makes sense.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> Reddit uh, has gotten much worse lately uh, because I used to use an app called Apollo, which was like a third party app that that was awesome. Uh, Reddit like blocked that it went away. Now you have to use the official Reddit app and the official Reddit app does the stupid, horrible um, algorithm thing like Instagram does and like all the other social media does where if you like visit a subreddit, they decide that you like it and then they start showing you more posts from that subreddit, even if you're not subscribed to it and even if you've never like, you know, like uh, uploaded or anything like that. So the one that Reddit has decided lately that I'm very into is concrete Ew. like just people like asking questions about concrete like like oh man should this pool have cracked already uh should i be worried should i have them come back and re is this too high and it shows me constantly it shows me posts from from the concrete subreddit constantly and i the algorithm is so dumb because the first time i saw a concrete post I clicked on it because I'm like, that's kind of weird. Let's learn about concrete. And I read a few comments and I thought I was stupid. I'll never think about this again. (laughs) And then Reddit decided from that moment on that, Oh, you must love concrete. Uh, It's so good at showing you like more of things you've already seen, but horrible at showing me things that I'll actually like. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to teach it. So now like, if I see a concrete thing on Reddit, I'll scroll by really fast for fear that it like will think that I like it. <laughs> it's, gonna soak, it's
1: gonna soak it in again.
0: Exactly. This is very similar to the fact that Facebooks at some point learned, or thought that it learned, that I was a Disney adult and that I really liked like Walt Disney Parks specifically, and I'm not in any of these these, these like Disney Park fan groups, but it was it was started showing me posts from groups where people talk about going to disney parks like it was that desperate to fill up my feed with stuff uh that it would show me like hey like the line's really short for the fucking star wars exhibit like i don't what what is happening (laughs) so the algorithm is terrible perfect anyway that's my rant (laughs) (laughs) uh and i think that's a ramble cast that's a little bit of a long one there that's okay um, so the people once, are here for in theory, yeah, that's true. Ho- hopefully, if if they're not, then I'm sorry to have wasted an hour of your life. <laughs> um, but once again, it's yeah, funny because yeah,
1: you... it's it, funny because you say that. But like, if they didn't, if they didn't like the first ten minutes, they never made it to the last of the seventy that we talked to hear you say you're sorry for this. So really, you should apologize. We should apologize in the first like two. That's true. Because now it's too late. They're, they're I, should start gone, every, really matters.
0: I should start every podcast with a, a profuse apology. I'm sorry that you're here and I'm sorry for what's about to transpire.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that seems much nicer.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good intro from now on. Uh, but yeah, if you if you do like this <laughs> and you want more of it, uh, we do Rambo casts over on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the comment writers. And uh, we do this and watch and react series, which is kind of the mystery science theater thing we mentioned earlier. Uh, where you get to see the show, you get to hear us talking about the show and joking about it as we watch it together. And honestly, they're a load of fun. I really, really enjoy doing those. We're working our way through X-Aid right now. So for just 3 bucks a month on the Patreon, patreon.com slash thecommentwriters, uh, you too can be a part of that. Signing up right now means that you get our first four Ramblecast episodes, you get all of our Black Sun uh, watch and react, and all of our x watch and react up to the current episode we're on which is 20 something 2022 i think is what the one we're posting today uh so lots and lots of content uh best bargain in tokusatsu so once again patreon.com slash the comment writers for that and of course we do have an email address we didn't do emails for this this uh, episode because it's a ramble cast but our regular podcast we'd love for you to send us emails into that um with your thoughts or with i don't know the hopes and dreams hopes and (laughs) dreams or when you told your kid that santa wasn't real anything along those lines send those over to cast at commonwritersucks.com that is cast at commonwritersucks.com all right uh toby where can the people find you on the internet on uh,
1: twitter it's at life of tobes and on youtube it's tobes plays
0: right on i am uh twitter tumblr and threads at pretty Dece josh those are probably the three most likely places to find me and uh of course subscribe on the youtube channel you might be watching this there right now uh it's youtube.com slash pretty all right so that's gonna wrap it up for us for the ramble cast once again check out the patreon or just come back here next week for discussion of the uh continuing saga of common Rider gotchard But until then, have a great week, everybody. Peace.